Good morning. We are so excited to get onto our fourth Harmonious Marriage Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Anonymous for Peace in the World and by Esther and Ari Leuchter in honor of the 36th wedding anniversary. May you have a Shnas Hatzlacha and many, many, many happy, healthy years to come. And thank you to both of our sponsors today for bringing more Shalom into the world and more Bracha to your home. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to manage around conflict. Lately, a lot of my clients have been telling me that towards the end of the season where things are ramping up before the school year closes in Australia and the closing up of businesses, there's a lot of tension around work and career. And so we wanna make sure that we don't bring that tension home and how do we cope when things are very busy and stressful on the work front How do we keep our home life free of tension? What we want is that everyone feels seen and heard. The husband and wife dynamic is so precious. As soon as someone feels seen, they melt. That's all they're asking for. We want our partners to notice us and see us and hear us. And in the midst of any challenge or conflict, there needs to be an acknowledgement of some of the good between them. For example, if things are getting a little bit tricky, it would be good to say, I know this is hard to hear. I know we're gonna get through this and I will buy you something you love when we're done. That is called a repair bid. I want you to be connected to me. We want our partners to be connected. And when people are under stress or tired or have little energy, we also want our partner to be connected to themselves so that they can be in their prime when they're connected to themselves and they can be a better partner to us. So how do we do that? It's tricky, but by actually giving our partner the space they need to be in touch with themselves and what they need to do for themselves, to self-regulate or to have self-compassion or to give themselves private time with themselves, they will be so much more present. And it's so challenging to understand why the partner needs space when you wanna come in there and help them when they're going through a challenge. And that's why it's so important to book in a discussion, not at the time of challenge, to book in a time and say, let's sit down 9 p.m. this week and talk about what's going on for you. I want to be there for you. I want to support you, but I want to make sure I'm doing it in the way you need to receive it. So it's very important to know that all couples have disagreements, but if we have friendly conflict rather than getting combative, that is going to be so much healthier and safer for the couple. Now, if, for example, one of the partners said something a little bit difficult to hear, or maybe right now came out in the wrong way, we need to let them know it without starting an argument, 
but with a way to clarify for us what's going on. Maybe we are interpreting it as something combative, but it wasn't meant to be that way. So we can ask, when you treat me like that, I feel you don't respect me. Is that true? And we're checking in with our partner rather than feeling disrespected and shame for what they said or feeling combative. You're bringing the relationship into truth. You're putting it into their lap to explain what they just said. You tell me what you're really feeling. I'm putting the ball back on your part. And then they can own their feeling rather than me assuming what they're feeling and getting all worked up. So that's another way to manage difficult feelings when a partner says something, but may have not been intentional to hurt you. It could be that that triggered you because your principal, your teacher, your father, your brother, your sister may have said something to you along that line and it made you feel a certain way. So when your partner says it, you feel all the flooding of those emotions coming back. So instead of allowing yourself to get worked up and to become heightened and flooded with all that emotion, you check in with your partner. It feels like you're not respecting me. Is that true? It feels like you're not trusting me. Is that true? This is something that I learned from uh, one of the great marriage counselors, uh, of course, of this century, John Gottman, who's a Shomer Shabbos, Jewish and proud marriage therapist, talking about the repair bid, how to make up after a disagreement. And he actually talks about, with his wife, about the sound relationship house and how we manage conflict is part of that sound relationship house. To have dialogue about problems, to practice self-soothing in managing conflict and to turn towards instead of away when our partner makes a bid for connection. He talks about sharing fondness and admiration, building love maps, knowing one another's world. And he and his wife, Julie, made this picture of the sound relationship house. The two pillars are trust and commitment. And part of that is creating shared meaning where both of you have a connection through shared meaning or making lives, life's dreams come true and using the positives in the relationship by sharing fondness and admiration, by turning towards instead of away. And we referenced last week, Nancy Dreyfus, who wrote a book called Talk to Me Like You Love Me and has so many ways of saying what's really inside our heart and showing up for us, even if we might feel a bit vulnerable to say it. But if we use the, the card or the paper when things are getting difficult, it actually takes the sting out of a difficult conversation. So she actually has cards in her book that one can use to show their partner when they're starting to feel triggered. Or you can actually say from all those many examples to say how you're feeling and also to say how to apologize to your spouse when you've done something inappropriate or said something inappropriate. 
it's not just listening, it's seeing. And these cards have the message that your heart wants to speak so that you don't get defensive right away, but you can use the authentic truth of what's really in your heart, what you're really feeling. Because at the end of the day, we want to be connected to our partner deeply. And the other person has to hold space for our reality. So there are ways to repair and we need to enter our partner's world if there's two different points of view and recognizing our reality and recognizing their reality. The three most delicious words, according to Nancy Dreyfus, is, is there more? Getting our partner to share even more than we originally intended. And the partner will feel so delicious. Is there more? That's the best word. You want to hear more. Rather than shutting down a conversation, you're opening it up. I wanted to talk about fear. Some people have a fear to share what's really in their heart. But fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear also stands for forget everything and run. We need to have the attitude of face everything and rise. So when things are getting tricky, we can actually face it with confidence and know how to discuss it with our partner in a safe, healthy way where both partners are heard. There is something called the parts theory where sometimes you can feel two different emotions at the same time. For example, you're at a wedding and you're feeling intense happiness for the young couple but you also feel sad that a, a loved one of the family may not be present at that wedding. So it's two emotions, holding two emotions at once. This can also be used in a relationship to make things more real, to keep things more real, and also to show that on one hand, you're feeling one way, but there's also another part to you. For example, a part of me is feeling lonely. A part of me is feeling excited, but et cetera, et cetera. It helps you show up that there's more than one voice going on. And essentially, we all just want to love and be loved by that special person in our life, by our husband. So if you use the, use the parts theory, it can take the sting out of it. You're not saying my whole self is right now feeling angry at you. A part of me is feeling really hurt that you forgot to pick up my dry cleaners. A part of me is feeling really abandoned that you left me waiting for an hour at the doctor. A part of me, so not the whole of you, you're not bringing the whole of you with anger, but a part of you is feeling dejected, upset, hurt. Now, actually, uh, when I was listening to Nancy Dreyfus, she said that if men were asked, would you like a criticism-free day or a romantic night? What do you think most men would say? Surprise, surprise, most men would say they would like a criticism-free day. It is so important to remember to use gratitude at least three times a day and to lessen the criticism. In fact, to get rid of the criticism and you can make a little complaint in a gentle way or in a wish way, I wish we could spend more time together. I wish we can go on vacation. I wish 
we can just walk on the beach right now, which might actually turn into a reality. Rather than criticizing, you're never there for me. You don't take me to the restaurants like my friends. We haven't gone on a walk together for a long time. A criticism-free day with a lot of safety and love and then using the wish. I wish we could spend time together. I wish we could watch a documentary together. I wish we could learn something together. Has a much greater chance of becoming a reality. And remember we learned about the Gottman's Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, where one of the four relationship killers is criticism. We need to have a gentle startup. Rather than getting defensive, we need to take responsibility for our part. Even if it's something small, it shows we take responsibility. And instead of stonewalling and shutting down, it's so important to give ourselves compassion, and self-love, self-care till we recalibrate ourselves and then come back in a healthier space to talk with our husband. And same goes the other way. So it's so important that for the other person to hold space for our reality, it has to be a two-way road. And we have to make space by making it safe. If our partners feel that it's safe to tell us what's really going on, they will. In a non-judgmental way, accepting what they say, and we can accept it and then add something on. For example, I hear what you're saying and I agree. However, I'm concerned that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's so important to enter the world in our spouse's head and understand where they're coming from. Two different opinions. We come from two different families, possibly two different cultures. As in, even if you're from the same religious understanding, you can come from two different countries. And things may be different in the US, in Australia, in France, in Ukraine, and you're coming with two different backgrounds. And yet, if we can understand where our partners are coming from, it will take the sting out of these differences. How do we celebrate our differences? Do we accept them? Are we non-judgmental? Do we realize that our way, while great for us and how we grew up, may not represent what our spouse is used to? And so what's normal to us might seem strange to them. But if we feel seen and we feel heard, then we're already mostly there. And then we can make the choice of what we want to do about it. I want you to be connected to me. I want my partner to be connected to me and to themselves because when they're connected with their innermost selves, then they're going to show up best for us. So it's important to ask them, what do you need right now? How can I be supportive for you? Not to get defensive, but to make the partner feel heard and seen what they are needing right now. And then when they have the space to do that, they will show up for us. And that way, we're showing ultimate respect to our partners and the same vice versa. What we model will also hopefully be reflected back. And it only takes one. It takes two people to make a relationship tricky, but it takes one to bring it back into a healthy zone. We're obviously talking about healthy people and healthy relationships. So today... Again, we talked about 
listening to someone, truly being there for them, making space. And when something is disturbing us, not to shove it down and push it away, but to book in a time to gently bring it up so that our partner can understand where we're coming from. And also, it's so important to know that at the end of the day, what you resist persists. What you're resisting and your partner is asking from you is going to persist. So instead of resisting making a little change, why not try it and see how it goes, even if it's different to what you're used to? And then you can make a true assumption of what needs to be done. And this gives couples hope to know that you're not alone. It's normal that we both have differences of opinion. The fact that you're listening to this podcast, the Harmonious Marriage Podcast, means that you want to make your marriage even better. It shows you have love for your partner and you care. You deeply care because you're taking time to listen to this podcast and taking responsibility for what I am not doing to show up in the best way. In the same vein, to know that you are enough of a person within yourself, you are enough. You don't have to take on such a great big heavy load, just making one baby step closer to a better marriage. Within you as a person, you know what it is that you need to show up in a better way. You know from your partner already for so many years what it is that they need. You've been hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. So instead of resisting it, perhaps try it and see, will this new strategy that your partner is suggesting, that your husband is suggesting, be something helpful? Maybe they need something that you never anticipated or never thought of, or it's totally different to the way you were brought up, but you're married and we have to make our partners feel safe and happy in this relationship. And ladies, let's use our vulnerability. Use the words, I miss you. I want to spend time with you. I would love some private attention. Telling them you are a delight. You mean so much to me. I really appreciate you taking me to the concert, taking out the rubbish, helping our child, whatever it was. Let's face everything and rise. Let's use our feminine vulnerability a power to receive and receive graciously. And don't forget, ladies, at this time of the year, before the school year is closing up and we're going to have our kitties home and we're needing lots of energy and attention for the kitties and for the family, not to forget yourself. Do something nice for yourself. Every single day, do something nice, whether it's eating a good breakfast, taking a long hot shower or bath, going for a walk, reading a book, listening to good music, or even dancing in the kitchen. Let's remember, we also count as a human that we will be able to show up better for our husbands and our children. And with the schus of bringing more shalom into our homes, let this beautiful shalom spill out into the world Today is Yudalad Kislev. It's the 14th of Kislev, the anniversary, the anniversary of the Lubavitcher Rebbe and his wife, Rebetzin Chayim Mushka. It is a special day in a special month, a month of many miracles. 
the miracle of Hanukkah, the miracle of Yudkes Kislev, the miracle of Yudkes Kislev. So many special dates in this month. Let us use the Kayach to the max. Let us use today being Yudala Kislev, the anniversary of the Rebbe and Rebetzin, as the beginning of a better relationship with the man you love. And let us try and emulate the Rebbe who had tea with the Rebetzin every single night for a half hour. And he told his doctor, this time with the Rebetzin is just as important to him as putting on tefillin daily. Let us remember that. Let us learn from the beautiful relationship of the Rebbe and Rebetzin. And let us try and apply one step at a time towards a better relationship. Wishing you a happy Hanukkah and see you next week. Thank you to our sponsors. If you'd like to know more about this, if you'd like to book an individual counseling session or a couple's session, please contact me on althaus613 at gmail.com. That's A-L-T-H-A-U-S 613 at gmail.com. And mazel tov to Ari and Esther Lechter on your 36th wedding anniversary. That's two times high. May it be an injection of twice the brachos, double brachos for you and yours. And may we all see Mashiach, the car of Mamish.